1: As the, sun.
0: the next segment is Reflections, written by Ebenezer Quay and presented by Julian Amo.
3: Move away from the morning and step into your morning. Move away from the sorrow and step into the joy of your morrow. Move away from the troubles and count the blessings always in doubles. Move away from the manpower and get into the tower of God's power. Move away from the frustrations and let Him have your congratulations. Move away from thinking you've only handful and begin to be thankful. Move away from the manipulation and put on your imagination move away from being too fragile and know God's making you agile move away from the enemy counsel and follow the Lord's counsel move away from the perfunctory and give your life to God as an off tree when you do these, you will never be downsized but upsized no downturn but always upturn trust God By Ebenezer Koi. Read by Julian Amo.
4: Children of the Living God, it is a great privilege for us all to be gathered together here once again to share and listen to the marvelous words that our Lord and Savior has installed for us. Today's lesson is captioned Pentecost. For 10 days, the followers of Jesus prayed, evaluated their experiences with Jesus in the light of Scripture, showed humility and acceptance to each other, and finally allowed the Holy Spirit to impress the truth upon them. Just as the Spirit hovered over the face of the waters at the beginning of the creation process, so too the Spirit of God hovered over each of the disciples, appearing as divided tongues of fire on each of them. It was a new beginning, a new creation. Stay glued to your as our pastor takes us through the whole lesson. I am Sandra Ahia, and with me here has always been our brother, blessed Arnold. Please are welcome. Thank you. Pentecost, please take us through.
5: Dear listener, we welcome you again to this study, Waiting for the Outpouring of the Holy Spirit. By the grace of God, the promise finally came to pass. On the day of Pentecost, the Spirit descended as a tongue of fire settling upon them, and they received the power. As the lesson is telling us, they accepted themselves, they forgave themselves, they lived in harmony, they lived in love, and showed humility to themselves. In that, they allowed themselves so that God would purify them to make them anew, to prepare them and make them ready for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Finally, the day came and they received the Holy Spirit. If you look at Acts chapter 2, if you read from verse 3, He said, they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire, thus separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues, as the Spirit enabled them. So when they received the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit empowered them to carry the task God has given to them, the duty, the rule, their responsibility, they were able to do it to a maximum point, in that before the Holy Spirit poured out upon them, they would not be able to carry on the work God has assigned to them. Therefore, they needed this strength. Likewise, we also need this strength. At times, we talk about this test, and we have a different interpretation or understanding to what the Bible is saying in Acts chapter 2 from verse 5 to 12. If you read from verse 5 to 12, it tells you the different kinds of people who have gathered in Jerusalem that day. There were people from all walks of life. The Bible says, if you read Acts 2 from verse 2, it says that there were Jew believers from all the other countries, people from Egypt, from all points, Libya and other parts of the world were in Jerusalem that day. And these men, the disciples of Jesus Christ, began speaking in tongues. And the Bible says clearly that everybody could hear that they are speaking his or her own language. So they wondered, what is this? What is happening? What is going on here? Are all these men all Galileans? Why are they speaking my own language that I speak? Have they drunk? And Peter said, my brothers, we are not drunk. Because it is only the third hour of the day. But it is the Holy Spirit who is doing his work. Conversely, if you look at Genesis chapter 11, from verse 1 to 9. After the flood, the group of people who were living decided to build a tower. God, after creation, told man that, give birth and replenish the earth. So God gave that commandment after creation. But man decided to do otherwise. To live in one place and not to do what God wants them to do. So they decided to build a tower, and their purpose was that they want to make a name for themselves. Unfortunately, God was distested, so he came down and scattered them, confused their language, and he scattered them all over the earth. That is how we have different languages. But this day, God also brings them together again and also gave them people that could speak their language that they would understand. The purpose of this was that he wants every person there to understand or to accept the gospel message and carry it to their own homeland. So by the grace of God, Peter spoke and they understood the message Jesus had for them.
4: Dear friend, we thank God for this privilege that he has granted us. Pentecost is our lesson topic for today. And as we have really understood the lesson, I believe we'll also go out and share with others as well. Some who had under the inspiration of Satan concerted to the death of Jesus were now under the influence of the Holy Spirit converted to Jesus. So therefore, what does this tell us of the power of God not only to forgive the worst of sins but also to change the hardest of hearts?
5: As a matter of truth, Any time we give our hearts to Jesus Christ, He changes it. He breaks it down, He melts it, and creates it anew. As a matter of truth, these same people who have heard about Jesus Christ or have seen Him speak to them, healing, touching lives, and doing all sorts of great wonders, rejected Him previously. But when the outpouring of the Holy Spirit came upon the disciples and Peter stood, addressing the people telling them what they have done, how they've prepared themselves for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and how the Spirit is working in them. He narrated, or he placed before them, the true message, or the mission of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And he rebuked them that, you did not accept him, you you crucified him. And under the influence of the Holy Spirit, he was able to convert them. He explained to them, they understood that, yes... We did what was wrong previously, but now we want to do the right thing. So any time, that is why sometimes you see someone, let me say in quote, a sinner, someone who is a drunkard, someone who is a thief, an robber, a fornicator, whatever. By the moment he comes into contact with the Holy Spirit, the person turns on a new life in his life. He becomes a new person. First Corinthians 5.17 says that, if we are in Christ Jesus, we become new creatures or new things. Behold, all things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So any time a person comes to Jesus Christ and avails himself for the Holy Spirit to work on his heart, he becomes new. That is why they were able to convert their hearts or change their old life and become new in Christ Jesus. Let us avail ourselves to Christ and he work on us and make us inheritors of his kingdom. Amen.
4: Amen. With this, our pastor will give us his last words.
5: Yes, as I said earlier, we are grateful unto the Lord for this wonderful message. Dear friend, I encourage you. Well, the Holy Spirit is always near. He want to knock on your heart. He you want to live with you. Avail yourself to him. Let things that will hinder him go out of your life. But strength cometh only from the Lord. So as you go on your e news as He has promised us in Luke chapter eleven verse thirteen, that any time we request the Holy Spirit, He will give to us. Ask Him because you cannot be a Christian without the Holy Spirit. Ask Him and He will give to you. And when He comes into your heart, allow Him to do His work. Don't hinder Him. And I hope by His grace, you become a new person, and you witness to the world and let them know that indeed a Savior has saved you. May the Good Lord bless you as you prepare. To walk in the way of God, Amen.
4: Amen. We thank God for how far He has brought us and for taking us through the lessons. Pray.
1: Blessed Jesus,
4: blessed
1: Jesus, uh, hear hear us when we pray.
0: For any inquiries or contribution. You can contact us on plus 244, or 244 235017 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio, Ghana PO Box AF595 Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana We will expect your feedback
6: This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you.
1: He became a man, but not just any man, a perfect man, beyond compare, as you live his life, not just any life, perfect life, beyond compare a one of a kind. He's ahead of his time. He's the salt of the earth. He's the pearl of great prize. No, no one ever lived away way this man does. does. No one Say, but not just anything True words of, words of beyond light, light beyond compare is our daily, daily bread. bread Every word he, he says authority, authority beyond compare
2: the voice of God, He's the Word become flesh. She's the, he's the light, light of the world, glorious, radiant.
1: No one ever spoke the way this man does. No one, no one ever spoke. No one ever spoke. No one ever spoke the way this man does. No. No one ever spoke the way this man does. No one ever spoke. No one ever spoke. No one ever spoke the way this man does. No was filled with love, but not just any love, God be loved beyond compare, as he showed his love from the Father above, holy love beyond compare he's the door, he's the light and the way He's the truth and the life and it's all we can say Because no one ever loved the way this man does No one ever loved, no one ever loved
0: Is the moment of truth. Watching for you,
6: and for me. you are welcome to the moment of truth. I am your humble servant, Samuel Nyantechi Kwame. Today's sermon is entitled A World in Turmoil. World in Turmoil. Let's bow for a word of prayer. We're very grateful to you for such a wonderful world you created, you had a purpose behind it. But because of our sinful deeds, we've lost this purpose. But thanks for Christ that if we indeed heed to your word, we by all means attain it again. Praise be unto your name. In Jesus I have prayed. Amen. Thinking men and women everywhere wonder what the future holds. World leaders are seeking answers to the greatest problems this earth has ever faced. They since we are on the verge of a stupendous crisis, there is constant threat of war. The possibility of world farming is increasing. Rapid inflation and shaky world economy are of deep concern. Energy bills are rising. The stock market fluctuates dangerously. High prices in the grocery Stores and the medical costs are affecting all levels of society everywhere. People are asking, "What do these things mean?" The Bible, that by the grace of God we have in, will help us to understand these questions. One of the greatest themes of the Bible is the return of Jesus Christ to His or to this world. It is mentioned. Two hundred and fifty times in the New Testament alone, once in every twenty-five verses. In Matthew, Christ stated clearly the signs that would precede his return. Looking at the temple in Jerusalem, he stated, "See, your house is left unto the desolate." Matthew twenty-three, thirty-eight. Then he predicted. Not one stone shall be left here upon another. That shall not be thrown down. That is Matthew twenty forty. The disciples threw out an event as happened as the destruction on the temple at Jerusalem must be the end of the world. That was the thought of the disciples. That what Jesus said and how it happened, they could have experienced the end of the world. In a master presentation, Jesus blended the two events. He discussed the signs that will precede Jerusalem's destruction and parallel events at the time of the end. He used the disciples' question as a springboard for a magnificent sermon on the signs foretelling his coming. Matthew 24 identifies more than 20 signs Predicting the ends. According to Matthew 24, verse 36, the Bible says, But of that day and hour no one knows but my father alone. Mostly as many used to ask the very time of Christ's coming and why he didn't tell his people when he shall return. But as the disciples asked, he made it clear that nobody knows. Only the Father. Then what can we know about the time of Christ's return? Matthew 24, 32 and 33. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When it branches has already become tender and put forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the very doors. 24, 6. Also continues, as you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, it tells us that indeed Jesus Christ will come and his coming is nearer. How does the book of Revelation describe the situation among the nations of the world prior to the advent? Revelation eleven eighteen also says, the nations were angry, and your wrath has come and the time that you shall destroy those who destroy the Earth." It is very clear that those who don't take care of what God has created, they also will be destroyed by God. Broadcasting from Hiroshima in 1945, after the atomic bomb was dropped, William Ripley stated. I am standing on the place where the end of the world began, with nuclear weapons. Human beings now have the capacity for self-destruction. This is certainly one of the greatest signs of the return of Jesus Christ. Amen. What signs will occur in the natural world, primarily to the coming of Jesus Christ? But I'm concerned about the Jesus Christ, as many are now claiming to be Jesus, and they have come. I'm talking about the Jesus Christ, the Son of God, himself. And according to Matthew 24, 7, it says, And there will be famine, pestilence, and earthquakes in various places. The world is running out of food to feed its growing population. 10,000 people a day, more than three and a half million per year die of starvation. Oh, poor this world. These things are telling us something which must draw our attention on the coming of Jesus Christ. Indeed, things are not on course as we want them to be. It is clearly stated that we are to get ourselves prepared because jesus christ is coming things are not in order as we like but those who rely on christ and put their trust on him they are always living a joyful life because they know for sure that he will come and take them i choose to give my life to jesus and look forward to meeting him in peace when he comes and that is my prayer for you too god bless you for looking ahead of his coming so that salvation will be yours let's pray thank god for having such moment to listen to thy word help us to look ahead for the coming of our brother jesus christ so that we will be saved in jesus name amen This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on 233 244 673528 or 0244 235017 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventus World Radio, Ghana, P.O. Box A5595, Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback.
1: Ghana, Voice of Hope.
0: I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now.